Training is hard. It is one of the most difficult professions on the planet, but you can succeed. No other profession offers such a high reward with financial freedom while working from your home. You need to constantly work to better yourself and learn every single day by putting in effort, learning discipline, and investing your time. On Regular Investor and a Jake the Stock Guy, we want to help you overcome these struggles you face in the market and help you answer to yourself, which very few people, very few people can say they do, and accomplish the greatest feeling in the world by becoming financially free. Hello, traders. This is Jake from jakethestockguy.com, and welcome to the next episode in The Regular Investor with your host, Jake. Today, I'm going to be talking with at Dark Magician on Twitter. Um, thanks so much for uh, being coming on the show today, sir. And uh, yes. we'll take a little bit of your time out of your day to, to talk to us and, and, and for also to share your uh, insights, you know, to our listeners. If you're listening and, uh, you know, why are you listening to this podcast? Well, number one, you're probably interested in stocks and options, um, crypto, penny stocks. Yeah, I don't meet a lot of people who are into Forex because it just to me seems kind of like scammy. But but hey, people do it, I guess. And they... I guess if it works for you, you know, do what do what works for you. Um, yeah, exactly. In the end. Yeah. So people, if you're listening to the show today, you're you're here because you want to learn from professionals or amateurs, but people who are in the market, people who have uh, who are in the market every single day. They're directly experiencing it day to day, you know, in real time. This isn't CNBC. We're not, you know, you're not listening to a bunch of people talking about uh, macro geopolitical events and fundamentals of companies. We're, we're, I talk to a lot of people who are mostly interested in technical analysis and creating a strategy and a formula around that. That can keep you profitable day in and day out. At least profitable more than you lose. The, the, the goal of trading is to develop a strategy, a formula, and a rule set that allows you to consistently make more money than you give back to the market. So yeah, that's, it's definitely about that consistent gains. Like I, I tell folks, try to be more green, you know, than the day before, or, you know, than the week before, the month before. You know, try not to like, I guess. A lot of people I know that started the last few years are like in the gambling mode, but like it's not easy with the market we're at right now. No, no, I was at the gym today and uh, there was these three young kids. They looked like they were in high school and they're all like uh, giggling amongst themselves and talking about snow and square. You know, <laughs> yeah, I bought this. Yeah, bro. I bought this call option on uh, square SQ. Uh, I'm fucking upside down right now. I don't have, it's like, it just, I, and it's like, everybody wants to get in the market, but nobody has any, um, they don't want to do the work. They don't want to do the work. Yeah. They want to like buy, they, they, yeah, the whole GME AMC thing really caused a huge influx of retail traders, mostly gamblers. I wouldn't even say traders that these people are, they don't have a, they don't have a strategy. They don't have a, a, a rule set, a formula that they abide by. They don't understand things like risk management, yeah. resistance sizing, um, support resistance. Uh, and by the way, um, let's start with uh, the show with that. 
Um, maybe you could tell our audience and our listeners a little bit about yourself and your background. I always like to start kind of from the origins and the beginning. So sure. maybe you could talk a little bit about uh, where you grew up, um, your upbringing. Did you have like uh, average parents? Did you come from a lot of um, affluence? Yeah. Uh, do, you know, and then did your parents kind of try and push you in a particular direction where you kind of set on going one route, but then, you know, and then maybe talk a little bit about how you found the markets. Yeah, and, sure. And what, and then also your journey in the markets, like where did you start? And then where are you now in terms of like your mindset and like what you look for and what you trade and so on and so forth. Yeah. So parents, I mean, we're Indian origins, like parents came from India, um, almost, you know, with like nothing, um, they, they stayed at um, some folks that they knew over here for um, a few years, and then kind of like packed up. And um, so I was born in Massachusetts. Um, after they left Massachusetts, we went, they came down to New Jersey, which where I'm at right now. And my parents were working at casinos, a lot of casinos on Lang City. We were at um, down south. So dad would work at night. Mom would work in the morning. And my dad would also do like stuff on the side. Uh, he would sell like dishes. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Dish Network. He, he would go and install these um, dish networks at a lot of people's houses he was doing on the side on during the day so both of them hardworking. wow uh mom worked there for like 10 years housekeeping in the casinos um so wow. th th that was kind of like my childhood down in new jersey and then we moved to ohio uh when i was entering high school oh, that's a big transition that is a big i was i was kind of moving a lot um yeah i, I was in like city like i said before and then we moved about like 20, 30 miles away for a few years and then ultimately end up in Ohio. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Sandusky. A lot of people don't know this small town, but Cedar Point is over there. Cedar Point, also not, people, not a lot of people are aware of what Cedar Point is. It's like one of the top 10 amusement parks in the whole, whole country. Um, and also in the same town, we have the largest indoor water park, Kalahari. So we have like two of the best, you know, uh, water park, music park in the same city. And it's crazy. A lot of people are not aware of that. <laughs> I, I'm not aware of that. And I've like traveled all over the U.S. and grew up here. I didn't even yeah. know that. It's crazy. Like top 10 in the whole country. Um, and you get the largest indoor water park within like about seven miles apart. So I, I do definitely recommend anyone um, that have not gone there. Definitely visit. It's, it's well worth it. The name of the place is what again? It's, the city is Sandusky, um, Sandusky. And then the amusement park is called Cedar Point, And then the water park is called Kalahari. Okay. So you, um, by this time, how old are you? Uh, entering high school. So I can't remember what, what age I was in high school. <laughs> Around like what, 14, 15? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the reason why we moved was my parents and uh, well, actually, my dad and his friend, uh, a couple of partners. They they bought a hotel. They bought a hotel. Yeah. Oh wow, nice. Good for um, them. It's a it was a seasonal, so like it was only open from like May to October, and then the rest of the rest of the um, months or uh, the towns. It's a dead town. It's a um, 
like a family um vacation spot so like may to october very very busy very busy and then after is and then you so you make all your money in those those months out of the year. yeah and then the rest is the low season yep yep and uh so what what, what happened next um after that so after i graduated high school i actually came back to new jersey i went to rutgers university it's a state university um i was undecided i didn't really know what i really wanted to do um the sciences you know i was always getting the sciences and then with and I was like a stereotype or not, but like Indian people and their parents, they want their kids, to, you know, to get into that medical field, you know, be doctors and whatnot. So during high school, I did have medical, um, I take, took courses in high school, medical courses. I was very lucky to have that experience. So I, I am RN right now. I'm a registered nurse. I didn't go to doctor route. I went the RN route. Okay. Um, ultimately, I was looking to be in like a nurse practitioner uh in the in the end but then the whole i'll talk about the trading the trading came in the way so i am i am an rn right now pediatrics is kind of my specialty i like working with kids nice yeah that's awesome brother that's a really that's a really uh it's a very noble noble service that you provide you know yeah trading options and stocks it's that you're not really servicing anybody but your own pocketbook exactly <laughs> yes it's very like a isolated thing you know it's an isolated thing you don't see anybody you don't talk to anybody you know it's just you and uh some charts and yeah so yep. you know there, there's no social aspect of it and so yeah I, that's awesome that you have that um that background of being a uh an RN nurse practitioner and, and, and with a specialty in pediatrics and working with children. I love kids. I just, yeah, I just had my first one. So. Oh, nice. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, it, it was one of the specialties I like, you know, with nursing school, you draw due to rotations. I absolutely hated adults, the adult population, you know, they're like stubborn. They don't listen. Um, whereas, you know, with <laughs> kids, you do have to like, they have I an mean, imagination. Yeah. You can have fun with them. They're not yep. serious people. They're not serious. Uh, yeah, no. They're, yeah, man. That's, it, that's, it's a fun time. Yeah, it's a fun time. I don't regret, I, like, and I never regretted a day working. Like, you know, like, I, I feel like if you're going to, whatever job you have, your primary job, you should not regret. You should, like, wake up and, like, be ready to go. Like, you shouldn't wake up and be like, oh, you know, I got to go to work. You know, you, sh you should not. You should do what you like. Mm -hmm. I agree. And then, so what, 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 when exactly did like, you were like, oh, the markets and like, oh, I'm going to, I may, you know, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I'm not a, like a showy guy. Like I don't have fancy things, but you know, cars are something I loved um, since when I was young. And my first purchase was a Tesla after a few years of working. I, wow. I grabbed a, I grabbed a Tesla. 2018 i have a model three and when i so initially my dad's friend had one so i drove that the first time yeah. i drove that i'm like yes i need one of these yeah um so uh, when i got mine you know i was driving around for like a few months and then i, I saw kind of what the potential of tesla would have been um with their updates and you know how um the, I don't know. It was, it was a, it was a, it's a fun car. Like a lot of people had regrets of driving places. You know, they didn't like, 
for me, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like it's a fun car. Like, you you get in and it's, it's like, wow, you know. So the trading came after I grabbed shares. I grabbed Tesla shares. I got Tesla shares at, like, around $180. This is pre-split, all right? This is 2018 pre-split. And that's really kind of what sparked everything. Um, I grabbed those shares. And then if, if you are aware of that whole squeeze that happened um, with, with Tesla, yep. uh, that's oh, yeah. kind of how I got into all this trading stuff. And, I actually uh, joined a group. I joined a little trading group. And this group had uh, courses and stuff. So I was learning the, the whole technical side, um, learning uh, technicals and like different um, verbiage and all that. So that training group thing really helped me become more successful now, in actual TA. Technical analysis. Now, did you ever, did you sell those shares? Of, uh, I did. I did yeah. sell them. Um, were, obviously, were, this is all regret. hindsight. Yeah, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. But did you, yeah. you regret it? You regret it? I, I do. This was, like I said, this was pre-split. <laughs> Right, so if you're talking post split, the Tesla's around like what uh, nine hundred bucks. So you times it by five, about four four thousand five hundred dollars. I had those one hundred and eighty. So yes, at the time I was new, I kind of didn't know what was really going on. Um, well, you, you were new, you didn't really know. So no, it's really, not. it's just not. You can't even feel bad about it, really. Right. Yeah. If you know what you knew, if you know, if you know, if you know what you knew now, then be a different story right but it's not. exactly yeah and you can't you know you just can't have that those kind of thoughts you know yeah now on this court this group that you joined the, the course that you took um I, you don't have to promote them or plug them but if you want to share with them uh the audience what the name of that was or if they're still even around that's fine but what were the big key takeaways from that when you were taking this course and studying um were you a little skeptical? Was it like an expensive course? And then uh, when you were taking it, like what were like what, what what was their focus on? Like yeah, like common, now, I don't, uh, common I don't stock, wanna... any stocks, crypto. What was yeah? It, you know? I don't want to give out the name, um, but it, it did cost it cost a thousand cost a thousand for a year. It was a yearly subscription, yeah. um, a thousand, and um, it, it was worth it. It was hundred percent worth it because um, you know being a new trader, not knowing where to start, and kind of what to look for in trading um those courses really helped me um identify you know those what we call grade a setups when to get into positions when to cut positions risk management what what, what, what is a grade a setup F for me a grade a setup number one and i think this should be on everyone's you know top three indicators is volume you need volume right that's where all the the big money's at yeah. so like if you're playing a breakout you have to watch volume, right? Because if, if the breakout is with lower volume, um, it's potentially something that big money is trying to maybe bait um, retail or like it, it's it's a, I would say there's no confirmation with the move. I, I need to see volume for a confirmation of, you know, a breakdown or a breakout. Yeah. And then what would you say is like proper risk management in your book. Yeah. So like, you know, if you're getting into a trade, let's say you have thousand dollars in your account, right? You should not spend more than probably 10 to max 20% on a trade. 
So like you shouldn't spend more than if you buy a call option, for example, you shouldn't spend more than hundred to two hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, if you're throwing your whole port, that is complete gambling. There's you're risking a lot of money. Um, with the ten percent, you you the most you lose right is only ten percent, versus you throwing that whole thousand dollars into your play. Um, and then let's say the play goes the opposite of the direction that you were in, and you don't have any risk management. So once you start to see those losses, you know, you kind of get emotional because trading is 80 to 90% mental. People should know that. It's all a mental game. Um, once you start seeing those losses, you get emotional. And then a lot of people, what they do is revenge trade. And then that revenge trading, you get into a deeper hole. Yeah, you do. You really do. Yeah, I think that's a lot of mistakes that a lot of beginners make, which is... Um, they don't understand risk management and this is really important guys. And I think I talk about this literally on every show because it's one of the most important things is if you, if you take it, there's more to the risk management than just 10 to 20% uh, in any one trade. And the re there's multiple reasons for that. But one of the big reasons are, let's say I take a thousand dollar, position size trade on Monday and I make 50% returns. I made 500 bucks on Tuesday. I take a $2,000 position trade and I lose 50%. Okay. So you have two days, Monday and Tuesday, you had a 50% win and a 50% loss yet. You are still down. Uh, $500. So you don't want to see, you get it. Like there's no, there's no, there's no edge in your trading. If your if your position sizes are, are different every single day, you have zero edge yeah. in the market. A lot of people like to over trade. I, I see so many people like so many doing like 50 to hundred trades a week and they'll break even or worse. They'll lose money. If you're making, 5200 trades a week you better be making money you know yeah. i i need to make it those quality trades get three good trades five trades a week get your confidence up be consistent and then you can start increasing your risk but there's so many people that will do like 50 7500 trades a week and they'll yeah that's ridiculous i and, i look for one i look for one or two quality setups a day yeah, yeah. and if the there's setup's no not there don't take the trade a lot of people love forcing trades when there isn't yeah. any reason to. Yeah, no. I mean, do, do, what do you like? You like options, I'm guessing, Harsh? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's what you're predominantly trading. That, that is. I mean, that's where you get the most, most R, like risk-reward. Like tra trading shares, sure. Um, but like if you trade an Apple share, like what are you going to make, right? You need a lot of... You need size. You need size trading shares. Um, and not a lot of retail have that size. Right. No, no. So, you, you, if, if options didn't exist, I don't think there'd be any retail day traders. No, not at all. Yeah. You need huge, huge account sizes to make to make real money with trading shares. Exactly. Yep. On, on, in a day. You know what I mean? So um, thank God for options. I don't know what I'd do without it without you. <laughs> it, it, it's 
you know they say that first one is always a win and that's kind of how people get into it right you know they they get their first win and then it, it kind of lures them in you know I'll, I'll be transparent like when i first began i i've lost a lot of money um in the beginning oh me too me too yeah first three i've been trading five years first three years i lost money every year yeah never made a profit it, it takes time it takes time yeah. it takes mental discipline um i would say the yeah the mental discipline is big once you've because there's a journey to this, you know, like I used to be subscribed to a hundred different chat rooms and, you know, a hundred different services. And, you, you know, I never had any consistency because there were too many, my account was too small and there were too many um, conflicting strategies happening. You know, one right. guy, you know, the, everybody, but there's some really top quality professional traders out there that you can learn from. But what a lot of people make the mistake of doing is they go into the, they go into trading and they subscribe to a couple of services because they're looking for alerts and you're getting conflicting. You haven't studied with one guy long enough to really understand his strategy, formula and rules inside and out by heart. And so, you know, one guy might trail in and trail out. One guy might full size position in and out. And one guy might do a 50% stop loss. One guy might do a 25% stop loss. One guy might do a no stop loss and, and like less than 1% of his portfolio per position size. Right. And how are you going to take all these freaking trades and know what's happening in each trade? It's You're just going to get overwhelmed. You're not going to know what you're doing and you're going to lose money. Yeah. And then you're going to get, you're going to get overwhelmed and confused and frustrated. It really is about sticking to one trader's strategy and formula and, and, and try and, <clears throat> master it you know i mean bruce lee said don't fear the guy who's done ten thousand things one time yep. you're the guy who's done one thing ten thousand times yeah for sure it a lot of people like they they look for those alert services they want to blindly follow the the person that's alerting and i don't think that's the way to go um i feel like you definitely can use them as like a you know like a tool and like kind of see what they're seeing but i don't think anyone should ever blindly follow any alert service yeah you know if you're just starting out maybe paper trade oh yeah 100 percent paper yeah. trade yeah, and see what this guy's all about yeah paper trade his alert his paper trade is alerts follow along with them and see me i did not learn the smart way i learned the dumb way very <laughs> very dumb way i lost through or i learned fast through losing money yeah. You know, the, the more you lose and the faster you lose, the, the faster you learn. And, the, and But you have to be willing to experience a tremendous amount of uh, suffering. And pain. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's, uh, what's that double-edged sword to like it, it, intuition, like losing. That's kind of when everything starts clicking. Like, yo, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Um, and then taking that lesson and building from that yeah absolutely yeah i mean i definitely have aged trading in, in the markets <laughs> but hey you know what though i am at a place now i'm really happy i'm really proud of myself i i i i still suffer from like psychological issues with having a big account when i have a bigger big account i tend to get this is just me personally guys i don't know everybody i know where you're going yet and I, I i think i know what you're saying i have the same issue yeah i tend to get sloppy yeah, I, I, you know, I kind of like, oh, I'll buy some of this, I'll buy some of that, you know, instead, like, I remember the, my biggest trades, my biggest wins were when I 
when I had a very small amount of money and, um, you know, maybe a thousand, two thousand dollars in the account. And I had to think like a sniper, you know what I mean? I had to yeah. be like, okay, I've only got so much ammunition. I've got to make the shot work, you know, versus you got all this ammunition. You're like, Oh, just fire a couple rounds. I don't care if I waste a couple. And it's all at the swipe of a finger now. Like you click a couple buttons and boom, you know, you're, you're in a position, you're out of position versus like, you know, 20 years ago, you had to call up your broker to make these trades, right? Now, Robin Hood, you know, you click button, swipe, boom, you're in, in a position. And then when you have all that buying power, right, in your account, you're like, oh, yeah, let me grab this. Let me grab that. Yeah. You know, and these brokerages, they want to tempt you with uh, margin. margin. Oh, yeah. And it's dangerous guys i never once used margin i always used by the way if you're trading options they uh options settle overnight unlike stock if you trade stocks if you sell a stock i think it takes what three days to settle two days yeah cash okay. account 100 recommend cash accounts yeah i absolutely me, me and and dark magician both re um, recommend cash accounts because you don't have to deal with margin and when you're trading options your uh funds will settle the next day when the market opens so if yeah. you made a if you made five hundred bucks or a thousand bucks, the next day you can go you, you can use that five hundred or a thousand dollars in the in 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 a, in a trade, or you can go to the ATM and take it out. I have my <laughs> I have my E Trade uh, debit card, so I, I no longer have to wire money from my brokerage account to my checking account. Nice. Uh, I just if I if I need uh you know thousand bucks, I think that they give you like a two or three thousand dollar limit per day. You know, I just go to the ATM and, uh, you know, it just, <laughs> take the money out. You know, it's, it's awesome. And you that's know, something you should do. Like if you have, if you had a nice week or, you know, maybe even a nice month, you take some money out, withdraw those monies, put them in the bank and kind of restart, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. What would you say dark magician is like an ideal trading account size for somebody who wants to make a thousand dollars a day? Cause I think, you know, I come from like, you know, we both come from kind of like middle class America. Yeah. So like, I know what it's like to work all day long for like 150, 200 bucks. Yeah. I did that for 10 years, guys. I'm 32. I mean, for well, almost eh, not quite 10 years, but give or take, you know, I, I remember, I, you know, I didn't uh, graduate with uh, honors from any Ivy League school. I don't have any. Um, I don't have a, a high paid salary job, a white collar job with like an investment firm or I'm not a banker, I'm not a doctor or a lawyer. Like I worked as an Uber driver and like I was a server, I was a gardener, I like trimmed people's bushes. Like I just, I had all kinds of funny odd jobs, a yoga teacher, meditation instructor in LA. And uh, you know, yeah, just I never really had any money, you know, it was like, yeah. it, the, the the real world it's it's almost like impossible to make money in the real world it you can't do it with one job like you just can't it's unfortunate but you can't make it with you know one job um especially like some of these you know like i'm not gonna call anyone out but like you know mcdonald's and like all these fast food restaurant workers you just can't make it out you know just doing that no <clears throat> no, no you can't it, it, it's hard you know it's it, you gotta <laughs> You got to believe in yourself. You got to work really hard and you have to um, find your way. Uh, you know, I was kind of an entrepreneur. You know, I remember before the, before trading uh, options and being in the markets, I had a couple of ideas for ventures. Um, I wanted to uh, sell um, 
stuff on Amazon because I, I was just really I was really interested in making money online. I didn't really want to like, and I didn't have enough money to open up a restaurant. I didn't have enough money to open a hotel, and I didn't have enough money to. Uh, I didn't have enough money to do a brick and mortar building and where、yeah. I sold a product or a service. I mean, you know, I'm a millennial, 32 years old, so I can everything's going online, and it's like, well, how, I don't want to be stuck in one place. Like, I want to travel and check things out and make money online. So I had a, I had. Two or three failed ventures, trying to do things in e-commerce, you know,、uh, Amazon drop shipping, at bot courses, and it was all just、uh, very saturated. And it was—I、uh, don't know—maybe I wasn't smart enough for it, but you know, I just couldn't get it to work. And、uh, some people do some people do the Amazon FBA stuff, but that's extremely crowded space now. I mean, a hyper crowded space,、uh, and you. You know, you, the drop, the margins for drop shipping on Amazon these days are like five percent. Wow! So you got to do these like trim. You got to do huge, 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 vol- massive volume to make any money.、Yeah. Or, you, or if you want to、uh, own a bunch of product and warehouse it, you're looking at a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to start that up. So it just,、uh, yeah. I mean, I was in Mexico. Like, so my whole story, and I've said it a hundred times. I was traveling. A friend of mine gifted me about twenty thousand、uh, dollars in Bitcoin. Oh wow! Two thousand and、uh, I don't know. I think seventeen.、Uh, oh, nice. So you know, I was、uh, day trading a little bit with it, and、uh, you know, we were in that bull market, and、uh, you know, I thought I was rich, making <laughs> all the you know, but it was just you know, I never sold anything by the way either. I mean, very 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 little amount I sold because I needed money for like. Hotel and food and stuff while I was traveling. Yeah, I never sold anything, and then my unrealized gains became. I mean, it all it just you know everything crashed, and I was like right back to where I, no, I was less than where I started. I think I had like ten thousand left out of the twenty, and then I kind of panicked and I sold it all, and then I used the ten thousand to kind of get me back to the U.S. and、uh, get a job. <laughs> so it was a you know, and I was like, okay, I gotta. You know, I I think I'm done with the crypto thing. It, it, the markets are open 24/7, and I don't. I, I know, I know. It's it's what's I can't think of the word right now. But it's too much. Yeah, I want I want something simpler. And it, it these days the to me now that I now that I trade、um, large cap options on the New York Stock Exchange just feels like a more um, um what's the word. Feels like a. It feels like a. Legit, a legit thing. I don't know how to put it. It's like, it's an honorable. I just feel like it's a. You know, I'm. 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 I don't know. I can't find the word for it. But it's like. <laughs> oh, dig. There's much more dignity. I feel much more like, dignity in、yeah. doing in trading options on the New York Stock Exchange. It's much more dignity for me personally. No offense to anybody who likes loves options and I mean crypto and Bitcoin and stuff. So,、um, so yeah, I mean I met a guy in a hotel. I showed him how to open a crypto wallet. He's like, oh, you should talk to my friend Stefan in LA. He trades options.、Uh, I met Stefan. He was、uh, scalping Spy. This is you know five years ago, and、uh, I, I watched him do it for a year. I saw him you know make a bunch of money, lose a bunch of money, and、uh, I was like, you know what? I'll give this a shot. And、uh, my first trade was a spy call. I made five hundred bucks in like ten minutes. 
and uh, I was like, oh my god, I, it used to take me three, three or four that, days. <laughs> look, that right there, those that five hundred and ten minutes. Some people when they grab when they get those gains they, they don't they don't take those gains they like you know bag hold and sometimes lose but you got to ask yourself there's someone out there working um i'm just let's just say 15 an hour eight hours a day right it's 120 dollars there's someone working a lot of hours for the money that you've made in 10 minutes right like a, a fast food worker working 15 an hour if you, if you just do eight hours that's 120 120 dollars and you just made almost five days worth in 10 minutes right yeah so a lot of people you know you know when you're trading when you're in the moment you don't realize like how much money you're actually making yeah yeah it's 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 hard to understand the value of the gains in the market because they come so easily and yeah. then and you and you you kind of forget it like so you need to go print out uh 500 to a thousand dollars in cash yeah and, right in, in, in 20s and put it on your desk. Yes. So every time you're up five hundred thousand bucks, and you look at that stack of cash, it becomes much more like real. Like, oh, that's a lot of money. Like, exactly. It becomes less of a um, nebulous, ethereal thing. Like you don't, you don't, you know, when you're up a thousand, whatever, two, five hundred thousand, two thousand, whatever, you don't, you didn't have to work for that money, right? So you're you're more likely to risk that money. Yeah. You want more money. <laughs> and uh yeah so you know that that's where i got my start um beginner's luck followed by three years of pain suffering agony torture mental suffering you know psychotic breakdown and then uh finally kind of found my way or i found my way just organically naturally through um you know stefan he he took he was he got his introduction into the penny stock world through tim timothy sykes and uh ross cameron of warrior trading um, oh, no. I don't. Yeah, I. But he took what he learned. He said Timothy Sykes was a complete fucking scam. Sorry, I. I try not to swear on this podcast, but that guy's a freaking loser, guys. If any, he charges a lot of money too. I have a course. I charge five hundred dollars for it. His course is like seven thousand or four thousand. It's crazy. This guy makes all of his money through marketing and advertising and, and his info products, not yeah. from trade. The guy couldn't. The guy couldn't rub two freaking sticks together, and you know let alone make a million dollars in the market. Just let's keep it real, right? Come on. Tim, if you listen to this podcast, call me out, man. Call me out. I'll get on a show with you. So anyway, but I like Ross Cameron. I've seen him on YouTube a lot. He's a penny stock trader from, uh, from Vermont. And he's a very transparent guy. Uh, he'll show you every day what he made, what he lost. And um, I think what Stefan did was he took that course and it was, um, did I lose you? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. My um, my my computer screen fell asleep. That's why it kind of startled me. Uh, sorry about that. But he he. So what Ross talks about is um, gap and go momentum trading. Yep. So you look for stocks that have momentum. They're they're like a gap up, but but he took it he took it from the penny stock world and applied it to large cap options. He will trade mid caps and large caps. I only trade large caps. I noticed that mid caps don't tend to hold their gains so well, but I will only trade a large cap stock and I will only trade a large cap stock. I have a way of scanning pre-market for these picks, but it has to have some kind of positive catalyst. And the only two that really, that really count are an upgrade from a first or second tier 
analyst firm, like, you know, price target upgrade by JP Morgan. Yeah. And on, uh, on, on, on Micron and you, okay, I'm watching that, you know, and then, you know, I, I use, I don't use any order flow. I, I don't, I, I don't use any paid service to some proprietary news service. I don't, I don't do monthly, monthly pool. I use marketwatch.com. There's a tool section. I look at the pre-market scanner and yeah. And then I look for a large cap stocks that are, um, that they're, they're earnings winner. You know, today I traded, a. Uh, uh, DG Dollar General. I made a hundred and twenty percent. I oh, bought nice. this. I bought the support. It was an earnings winner. You know, it was an earnings winner. Large cap stock. It's the formula, guys. It's I call it the peace formula. I lost so much money speculating and 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 just trading spy. I don't even need spy anymore these days. I just trade the formula. You know, it was. It was I traded Nike, Dollar General, and uh, AA Alacoa. I think Nike and Alacoa were upgrades, price price target upgrades by by um, first tier um, analyst firms, and then Dollar General was uh, an earnings winner. Got and it. So that's my strategy, man. No no silver bullet, no magical pill. You know, put my pants on just like you, one at a, one leg at a time. And uh, you know, I, I've, I I keep my accounts small. I was talking to um, Dark Magician. We we, we were talk, touching on this earlier because when I have a big account, I get sloppy. I, I, I become less focused. So yeah, I think like I, I asked you earlier and I think I cut you off, but what would you say is the ideal account size for uh, someone who wants to make a thousand dollars a day? Thousand a day? That That's, you know, I think that's difficult making thousand with a small account, right? You need, um, you need a lot of uh, position size and also risk. So I what, would do... you say, what would you classify as a small, small account? For me, I think a small account would be around a thousand, a thousand to two thousand. To make a thousand a day minimum, I would say is that you need at least ten k minimum. Um, just because you know you have you you have to risk at least ten percent of your account, right? That's a thousand um, to make that a thousand a day. So minimum, you need a a thousand. Um, so so you know a ten thousand dollar account would be enough to, i think i think a ten thousand dollar account guys is enough to make a thousand a day because yeah if you're trading weekly expiration options and and you're buying these these this support and selling into resistance i mean pretty much every day i get about 50 to 100 percent return on the trades i take or i stop out 50 percent loss we haven't touched on stop losses but i've experimented with this so much guys options are a whole nother ball game you can't they need room to breathe you can't have oh, a yeah. 20 you can't have a 25% stop loss. This isn't trading commons. Sorry. This isn't trading penny stocks. You got to buy it's options that are expiring weekly, so that's Friday. Um it it's it, everything everything is de- is dependent on entry, on your entry, you know. Yeah. And then if the trade's not going to work out, it's not going to work out. It, but if you have a 25-30% stop loss, it's like you're trying to strangle your position you're not giving it room to breathe and you know all it takes is for a computer algorithm to just go down wick or get down to that stop loss and it could be in a split second and those those take your money if you have a tight stop loss so you know your reasoning that that's kind of why you need that room um extra extra cushion on that on your stop losses because I, I i've got a baited before i i got baited many times before <laughs> 
Yeah. And I, I don't average down. I never average down because guys, if it's a loser, let it be a loser. You don't have to make a loser worse by averaging down. Yeah. Average down on your winners, your, your green trades. Don't average down on your losers. Yeah. I mean, and uh, some people scale in and out. I personally think that's a little too complicated and sophisticated for my, for my simple brain. I like to go in full size position, a key at key levels. I typically don't buy breakouts. I'll buy the retest of the breakout or I'll buy support. I never buy a breakout because I've gotten, I've gotten stuck in too many false breakouts that have screwed me over. Yeah. Um, Cause what they do is they like, you, you know, if it's the breakout, you, you, you know, you market order in and then they crush the IV and they send it back down. And so they charged you all these expensive premiums that are now only worth half the price. And even though the stock is going up, yeah, for you're, sure. you're not, it's not moving up. You know what I mean? It's the, the position isn't moving up that much. It's weird. I've gotten really bad fills before buying the breakout. So you really want to focus on, for me, I focus on the retest of the breakout or um, support. I mostly just buy support and, uh, and, I, and I draw lines, support resistance, and then the trend lines. Um, I look at the bigger time frames, the daily, the four hour, the 60 minute, the 30 minute. And then I'll zoom in to like the five minute when I day trade. And then I'll look at some extra levels of support resistance. And yeah, I just wait for the dip buy, sell into resistance. And uh, that's my strategy, you know? So if you got a $10,000 account, if you want to make $1,000 a day, I would say that's manageable because you you take a $1,000 position with a 50% stop loss, that's 10% your portfolio. You have a, you have a defined risk. You're willing to give up, you know, 50% loss is 5% your portfolio. Sure, it's, it's, it seems like a big number, but, you know, if you have a winning strategy and a formula, you, you, you should be right eight out of 10 times, you know, sometimes 10 out of 10 times, you know, and, uh, with that account size. And I think it's even with like new folks, I think you need to focus on like less tickers, right? Less is more. So like, you know, focus on maybe two, three tickers. And then once you start building your account, your confidence, then you can venture out and like do more trading. But like when you're new, um, personally, I do recommend just go and trade spy. It's very liquid, right? Um, you have, uh, you can get in and out very quick with the, with spy and, yeah. um, the spreads are tight. Yeah. You, you can have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spy is great. I trade spy almost every week, almost every day, really. My thing with spy is that it's the algorithms that that work with spy are very, very sophisticated. I mean, it's still, it's still, it's still, it still um, respects technical analysis. Yeah. But like today, how many people bought? Like today, for example, how many people bought puts at that that pump? earlier in the day to like three or four thirty six. You see that at that four thirty six area, eighty-eight. Uh-huh. How many people yeah. how many people got puts thinking we're we're gonna go back to four twenty eight, you know, right. that, that previous support. And then it, it went down kind of to pre market lows to that four thirty four. And then just up the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Like, make sure you guys are um, looking at pre-market. Those pre-market levels are do come in handy during the regular hours trading. Yeah, I, I have to have pre-market, post-market, and pre-market um, data. 
for me to trade. I was actually like, I drew like a, a, a uh, I forget the actual sh shape of this, these lines, but I was waiting for SPY to get to 432.33 to buy calls because it was, I don't know, I'd have to take a picture and send it to you to show you what I'm talking about. But, but yeah, it never did that. It only went back down to like, oh, it was like it went all the way down to yesterday's. You see that it went yesterday's high in the beginning of the day? Yeah. Like 4.34. So the high of, yet, if you don't count that last five minute candle, Yes, it, it kind of retested yesterday's high of day. Yeah, yeah. That was the high, or that was the, that was the place to buy your calls. Yeah. But it's a Thursday, so, you know, you, you if you buy at the money, that that whole move right there, eh, it's good. It's but like I bought puts at the high around the four thirty six seventy five, and then I sold early at the four thirty five, and it was like ten percent. And then it went down another two dollar or a dollar. What is that? Four thirty-five fifty to four thirty-four. So a dollar and fifty cents. Yeah. It was probably that dollar and fifty cents move was probably only another fifteen percent, twenty-five, thirty percent move on a mm -hmm. on a on a Thursday. Because on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you have same day expiration on spy. So a little move like that would be like 50 60 80 percent yeah definitely and speaking of you know you're talking about the dollar like if if you're turning trading options 100 percent, learn the greeks you if you don't know the greeks or you're not knowing what the potential profit or loss can be you know don't get into these trades because yeah. if you get into a zero day expiration one or two dollar move on spy can like annihilate it, it, you yeah oh yeah and then like i said you start getting emotional and then you you panic and you're like oh what do i do now and then you just kind of revenge trade or you take a loss and the next five minutes it might just go right back up so 100 percent learn your greeks yeah 100 percent, guys i want to get into uh dark magician um talk a little bit about what you use in your trading these days um do you use any flow uh any kind of flow data like who are, who are some of your favorite people to follow on twitter so maybe talk a little bit about that about your own, your own i trading. do so i i use a service i've been using the service for like three years it's called flow algo um is this working are we still on yeah we're still on okay yeah flow algo i use flow algo uh it's um uh it, it's like a alert it, it shows you order flow uh, when you get big money getting in and out positions you see a lot of calls and puts on that site also a lot of dark pool data on that site uh so i, I use flago for confirmations i don't always rely on flow you need you need your charts right you have to look at charts you just use some of these services as like, as like a tool so that is something i've been using for a few years um and then on twitter i i follow some of these larger followings so like a data warrior i, I follow him um I've never been in this premium service uh, room. Is I haven't good? either. I haven't been in his. I, I just use his Twitter. I have not been in his. He's, he's like the only guy that on Twitter that I'm like, I, I respect that guy. I wonder yeah. how good. He, I wonder how good his group is. Like, I want to know what his. I think he's a swing trader though. I mean, I don't. I don't need to follow anybody, but. But yeah, I mean, it, it, 
you never know, man. If some, you find somebody who's really talented, shit, take their trades. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Especially Trader. if he's doing, like, yeah. Trader Stewie is a different one. Uh, Trader Stewie, I don't know if you heard of, heard of him. He, he's he's pretty good. Oh, he's been around forever, man. Yeah. I don't ever see him anymore, though. On uh, not not much, not much as before. I think he's like retired. I think he's like he put in his ten years, and he's like. <laughs> I see him post like food food uh, related tweets. Yeah, he loves food. I'm actually trying to look him up right now. He's been a Twitter. Uh, been on Twitter, Trader Stewie. What is that? S T. I think S T E W I. Stewie. Oh, there's so many of them. Trader. There's so many. Um. Oh, here it is. Oh no, that's not him. S T E W I E. Yeah. Yeah, he's been around since two thousand and nine, guys. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> a long time. I'm sure. I'm sure he's made his money. He's made his. He. I mean, three hundred and fifty thousand followers, guys. I mean, he did it. You know, he's got his blog. He's got his following. He's done it for fifteen years. I've been trading for five, so he's got me by uh, times two. <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine. Him. Yeah, yeah. He's great. He's a great guy to follow. Veterans, you know, they, they've been through lots, lots of different kind of markets too, like, you know, bull markets, bear markets. So they know what they're, they know what they're doing. Yeah. I like his charts too. He uses um, stockcharts.com. He's an old school guy. You can tell. Yeah. Looking at his char- charts that he draws, it, it's definitely not, um, you know, uh, trading view or trend spider or anything like that. Anyway, um, back to what you were saying about your 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 strategy and some of the services yeah. you use. So I you indicator wise, I I've stuck with the same indicator since I started trading. All right, so I use the nine EMA. Um, I use nine EMA on smaller time frames and daily. Uh, I use 20, 50, 100, and two hundred SMAs. Those are my SMAs, and then VWAP intraday. Simple moving averages, guys, for those who don't know. And could you say it one more time? The 50? So 20, 50, 100, and 200. Those okay. are my simple moving averages. And then the intraday, I use 9 EMA and VWAP. 9 EMA and VWAP. Yeah. Man, that's a lot of indicators, man. I'd get confused. No, 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 it is. Now, like I said, those SMAs, I use I daily, daily yeah. time frame, but the intraday is the those two 9 EMA and VWAP. Oh, okay. The 9 EMA and the VWAP. Yeah. For those who are listening. I talk, you know, everybody has a different, um, well, you know, what they use, indicators. I, I, I use three. I use 50-day simple moving average, the stochastic, and the relative strength index. RSI, and I don't, that's good too. Yeah, RSI. I don't, they're not even that reliable, to be honest. But, um, but I liked, I liked seeing them, you know, it, it gives me like more confirmation that the price action is entering, uh, oversold territory and it's coming into like resist a uh, support level that I drew. So then I'm more, I'm more confident in taking the trade that yeah. I don't really, uh, but they don't always work, you know, it, you know, it'll be different on like every time frame, the five and the 10 minute, I kind of bounce back and forth between the five and 10 minute. 
for intraday trading yeah five and ten okay i use three uh three um uh, 15 and then hourly three fifteen an hour see everybody's different guys <laughs> you know you find what works you know and, and you just stick to it yeah you know i teach what i what works for me but you know it might not work for you find what works for you the 15 is great for orbs. I don't know if you're familiar with orbs, open range breakout, breakdown, 15 minute. That, that's kind of what I use for my confirmations on the, my, so I'll, I'll look at three minute, but then I'll look at the 15 to see a confirmation. Okay. Nice. Yeah, brother, you're, you're awesome, man. You're, you're, you're such a great guy to, to get to know and, and, and meet and talk with. And, uh, you're in New Jersey, right? Currently. To yes. Day, to this day. Okay. Yeah. And next time I'm in New York City, man, we gotta we gotta get a cocktail or like a pizza and like talk. Oh styles. yeah, I love yeah. New York pizza. <laughs> New York styles are my favorite type of pizza. And you don't sound at all Indian, by the way. You have the most American English. <laughs> yeah, I was born here, so. Yeah, um, you grew up around a bunch of school kids in New Jersey. But does anybody ever get, say that to you? Like, wow, man, you got a really nice accent. I uh, I have yes. There, there's been people in, in my prior experience, um, interactions. I, I have a lot of Indian friends that are in my group, but also just I have a lot of Indian friends because I'm big into yoga and, you know, and mantra, repetition, chanting. Yeah. I chant um, regularly uh, Om Namah Shivaya. I have a couple other ones I like to use. And um, I have all, all my friends have like the thickest Indian accents, <laughs> but they're probably immigrants. I don't think they were born here. Like yeah, my one, likely. Like my parents, they they have very strong accent. My mom barely knows English. Uh, my dad knows English. Um, <laughs> sister, she was born in India, but she's um, she's here more. She's been here more than how much she's lived there. Okay, very. Cool. The rest of my family's over there. Like all, I have a huge family there. Everyone's everyone's over there. Now, what what would you like to do as far as like? in terms of humanitarian work or giving back if you were to become like, you know, extremely successful in the markets. So I, I, do, I do teachings right now. So like I have a little group, a little discord group, and I'm always constantly doing zoom sessions. Like I do like a few zoom sessions a week. So I'm, I'm yeah, let, 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 let the listeners know where to find, how to find you and where to find that. Yeah. So my, my twitter so it, it's dark magician someone took that name so there's actually two a's in dark and two a's in magician so that's my twitter and i have it pinned it, it's a it's my first tweet it's pinned there for a for a link if you guys ever want to come in um i i've opened zoom sessions to twitter before but all it takes is for one person to ruin it and I, there's been a few times where there's people just saying some random shit like racial slurs i had someone yesterday talk some nonsense i didn't even want to open it up to to, to the twitter but i'm like there's uh, there's a good opportunity where we're out in the market right now we have a good pivot so i'm like yeah let me open it up and then i just had someone come in chat and just started like i don't know let me see i actually have the picture here they basically <laughs> diarrhea out of their mouth yeah like what are you doing um talking about like abe your mom's a hoe something ugly like you, you know, gotta like, go you gotta go like a new jersey gangster on them <laughs> Hey, listen here, you fucking wise guy. I'm about to smack you in the in the mouth with my pinky ring. L tickle my tummy and call me a toe. Well, tickle my tummy. Your mom's ugly hoe. I don't know this guy, person, whatever it was. You know. Oh, just yeah. 
guys, the internet is full of wackos and trolls, you know, just ignore them, you know, just yeah. ignore them. So, but yeah, I do that. I, I try to do a lot of teaching, try a lot of risk management for folks that are new. Um, you know, I, I just really want for people to have that financial stability. Cause like I said, you can't really make it out with one doing one thing. And, yeah. you know, trading is something that if you can be um, consistent, um, it can, you know, it can, it can help you in the long, long term. Yeah, yeah, it can. Look, I'm a humble guy, guys. And so is my buddy, my brother, um, Dark Magician. We're humble guys. We want to help. We want to teach. We, we love giving back. It gives our, our life purpose and meaning outside of just, you know, making money. And uh, it feels good. It feels good to help people. You know, I get people messaging me all the time. Hey, Jake. I took your whatever trade and, you know, it was awesome. And I used the money to like pay it down my, uh, my, uh, pay down my, um, mortgage or I yeah. took a vacation to Hawaii with my family, or I paid my daycare for my kids for the whole year with your play. And then I get some messages. It's all your fault. I lost all my money because of you. Right. You know, like, like, you know, that, that's the other thing. Like, you know, um, at the end of the day, um, the, the trigger you pull is on you, right? You know, we're not forcing you to make these trades. You know, we're just here to help you succeed. Yeah. Yeah. We're not financial advisors. We don't, I don't have any special licensing. Anything I do is not a recommended buy or sell. It's just, Hey, this is what I'm doing guys. If you want to learn from me, learn from me. I, I, I love helping people. I love teaching people and people seem to be really benefiting from it. You know, I started the, I started the group a year and a half ago with uh, one subscriber and we were on Twitter at a private Twitter. We eventually moved to Slack and um, fast forward a year and a half. We now have 1,200 members. Wow. So it's a That's pretty amazing. nice, it's not that big. Cause look, I'm sure there's other groups out there that are bigger, but Hey, that's uh, look, we might be one of the, one of the biggest, uh, we're, 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 content. we're a contender. I mean, I feel like I'm really just uh I try not to like even care because it's just the stroking my ego. It's like, no, it's fine. It's like, if we help people, great. If they find value, great, if not great. But, um, it's been an amazing journey for me guys for five years trading and finally to find my niche and find my formula strategy and rules. So, but these podcasts are not about me or about, not about Jake stock guy. I'm just here to interview, um, professionals, top trade, top tier traders out there. And, People who are uh, thinkers, you know, you have to be able to think differently. You have to think rich before you can be rich. Yeah. You got to think rich, you know, and this is all comes down to, you know, you're actually, it's awesome. Actually, I was going to pull this up. Um, how do I go back to your Twitter page? Here we go. Manifesting the stock market. Could you not say it any better? I love that. <laughs> Manifesting. Yes. That is something, um, it's true to me like if you you know manifest what you want manifest yeah. what you want yeah i mean i'm up 2k in two days it's like i'm making more than lawyers and doctors and it's like doing what i love yeah and helping people it's at the so same awesome, time guys. all at the same time yeah it's so awesome man it's so awesome so if you could have any final words for our audience listening today dark magician what would it be? What would you like to say as your parting parting words for our show today? Um, I would say um, with the market volatility right now, just be very mindful of the moves that are being made um, with all these, you know, headlines and inflation and all the all the macro stuff. Um, we're not in a buy the dip 
moat anymore. All last two years was, I would say, easy. You buy the dip, and one, two weeks later, you're making money. Buy the dip, one, two weeks later, you're making money. Right now is the complete opposite. Like, I'm looking at the spy chart right now. You just look at the size of the candle, daily candles last year, right? And look at the size of the daily candles now. The daily candles now are making moves that you would see all of um, in, in the week, right? These daily candles are like the size of the the weekly candles last all of last year. So right now, it, it, it is a tough environment. Um, I would say uh, stick to, like I said, a few tickers. Um, be very disciplined. Try not to go full size on your on your um, plays if you're not, you know, having those great A setups. And really, like, you know, zoom out when you're trading intraday and see kind of where we're at. You know, because right now, I'm sure people last three days are probably thinking, yo, the bottom's in for the year. That's it. We're going up. My, in my opinion, I do not think the actual yearly bottom has been made. I, um, I think we're just getting a little, you know, push up. And then I do ultimately think we do make another um, low at some point this year. I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah, they call it a dead cat bounce. Yeah, and I, I you need to see a good flush out. You need a good flush volume sell, you know, panic. And I think that's kind of what we'll see the actual yearly low. And then from there, I think we'll go back into like a, a bull market. Right yeah, now, like I you mean, said, it's a, I think it's a dead cat bounce. So it's very mindful of what's going on in the macro. Good words. There's a gap window fill at three. There's a gap window fill right here at, at 400. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very small. Yeah, it's like 400.61. Very small. We actually got close to it last May of 2021, and we didn't fill it. So we do have that little gap right there to get filled. And that's ultimately what I'm looking for. I'm looking for around 395 to 405 as my um, uh, buying opportunity for various stocks and like leaps. That, that is my window. That is going to be a great window to get like leaps on like uh, what stocks like um, Wish, PLTR, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely no. I'm looking at these large caps. I'm looking at Apple, yeah. Microsoft, and, and those those stocks. It's funny. Just a joke. I'm glad <laughs> you got that. It's trading humor for those who trade. <laughs> so many people. I think Wish is like 90% oh down. Oh, gosh. Let me look at this uh, chart up. It's probably Trump, a penny Trump. stock now. Two dollars. <laughs> GME had earnings today. Let me check what they do. Did they do anything? Nope. It's down. Well, look, I got to run, uh, Dark Magician. Uh, but thanks so much for being on the show. And look, we're gonna keep in touch, man. It's it's great to to finally get to talk to you. And um, we'll post we'll post the uh the 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 replay of our podcast on the Twitter, and then you can reshare it to your audience so they can all listen. And, for sure. Uh, yeah, we'll just, you know, keep in touch and, um, you know, yeah, man, it's been great. It's been absolutely great to get to talk with you for the last hour about stocks, about your life and about some of your uh, tips. Um, thanks for the confirmation on the 395 to 401. That, yes. that just that solidified it for me. I was already thinking that and then you said that and I'm like, oh, well, now it's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much. Guys, again, please go follow him. That's Dark Magician on Twitter at Dark Magician. It's going to be two A's in Dark and two A's in uh, Magician. Best of luck. Best of luck to you and everyone else.
thank you so much for having me on the show. God bless, be great, and I'll see you on the charts. Thank you guys so much for listening today to another episode of Regular Investor. We appreciate the support, and we want to see you guys interacting with us on Twitter. It keeps us excited to produce amazing content for you guys. Make sure to drop a review on Spotify. Tell us how you like the podcast. On behalf of the JTSG team, we will see you in the next one.